this episode of Busy Adults, we talk about our first impressions on Anime 5e, 5th edition fantasy role-playing reimagined, as featured on Kickstarter, created by Dice Publishing. of Busy Adults. <clears throat> Yay! <laughs> we are down again, Yaka, today due to the simple fact of he lives out in the middle of BFE and his internet sucks and it downpoured and it knocked his internet out. So. Yeah. It's sprinkled. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sky was looking pretty goddamn dark to the north. Well, it's, it's crazy because, like, my folks texted and were like, oh my god, it's, like, monsoon here for, like, an hour. Ooh. And my brother and sister-in-law to the south of me were like, eh, it's rain steady for here on and off. And I'm just, like, looking out and everything's just fucking bone dry. I'm like, we didn't get shit. No, it bypassed all of us right here. Like, it just literally, like, split in half and was like, boop. Yep. Us too. I, I drove through, um the city a bit to the north of me and like downpouring rain i went down to like 30 or 40 on the highway because it was just raining hard 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 and then i got through and i'm like oh where did where did all the rain go (laughs) guys guys and then i got home i'm like oh i better check on my plants before it starts raining real hard or something and it (laughs) spit a little bit and that's yep. about it. Nothing, nothing else. And your plants are looking fantastic, by the way. Thank they really you. are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have that, like the big bushy one in the in the box is spinach. I'm gonna get some of that spinach. Mm-hmm. There you go. God, we're old. We're getting excited about like veggies <laughs> <Spinach>. and spinach. <laughs> I grew that from seed, my friend. Seed, <laughs> <laughs> seeds. Do you know how small spinach seed is? It's very fucking small. (laughs) (laughs) So I just chuck a bunch and hope to God something works. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. (laughs) I did that for the carrots, too. I was just like, these are so small. Beep, 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 (laughs) beep. And then I took out extra because there was like, oh, no, there's too many. These, This is just going to be one mega carrot. Like, oh, God, (laughs) because they're all just going to grow together into one giant mass. Akira themselves together and just form a yeah a giant massive carrot. <coughs> I mean, shouldn't you know better oh. from playing um Valheim? Valheim, knowing like, oh hey, you gotta you keep have this to stuff have space between them. Yeah, I know spaced and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say, speaking of Akira, an anime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So. Just a heads up, tonight's episode is about the um, Anime 5e 5th Edition Role-Playing Adventure Edition. Uh, I don't know what it's. It's like a conversion uh, add-on third-party thing. Yeah, it was a a third-party. I backed it on Kickstarter a couple months ago. And when they said it, it was supposed to be like, oh, it works perfectly with 5e, this, that, and the other. Um, got it. It is completely different. Mm-hmm. They are definitely some hardcore fans of three five. You can tell because they brought some more skills. But oh yeah, you could. Uh, yeah. Um, 
It is anime 5e 5th edition fantasy role-playing adventures yep. by Daisakmi Publishing Company. And yep. what does it say? Japanime Games also. Uh, yep. Also not sponsored. <laughs> yes, not sponsored, but I backed it. And tonight's episode will be talking about it, what we like, what we don't like. Definitely, it is something different. They are, I have belong to their Facebook group too. And they have, like, people have been posting nonstop on this Facebook group since they sent out the um files. Because they sent us PDFs, and then August, September, we're supposed to get all our hardcover stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know you were getting hardcover. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. My, I bet, well, you could do, like, straight PDF, mm. um... You could do like adventure, hero, or I think like business or dungeon master. Oh, for the different tiers uh, of yeah, um, different tiers. Your PDF was like thirty bucks. I think I was can't remember if I was fifty or a hundred. I think I was a hundred, but I did the hundred dollar. I get a hard. I get all the PDFs. I get hardcover of the player's book. Soft cover of a mini edition, Ooh. Uh, dungeon master screen, and yeah, so like it's really cool. I liked it. They had a hundred dollar level for like a leather bound limited edition players manual. Ooh. They had like the DM version was like I think two three hundred dollars, and it gave you five copies of everything. Wow, so like you got five players books, five pocket editions, one DM screen. So like yeah. you get one and four of your players get stuff. So I mean it was cool. And then they had like the business one for like, oh hey. For all the like game shops. Right, like hey, for like six, seven hundred bucks, I think it was, I could be completely blowing it out of the water too. I'm just going off a lot of the Kickstarters I see and what their tier levels are. We're going to send you, like, I think it was, like, eight or nine, maybe even ten copies of everything. Oh, wow. For your game store. But that one was, like, you couldn't just be, like, oh, hey, I'm a dungeon master, or I've got a big group, and I'm going to do this. You literally had to prove, like, you had a business. Oh, give them your tax ID number. Yeah, I I think that was actually, like, yeah, we'll need, you know, this, that, and the other to make sure that you're just not, like, a dungeon master who's got, you know, like, a thousand dollars to blow. Right. With a bunch of people and be like, hey, here you go. <laughs> All right, I guess. Um, well, I mean, if we're talking well, about Kickstarters right now, do you guys have any other Kickstarters that you have seen or have backed lately in the tabletop uh, um, realm? Not at the moment. Yeah, I'm generally not looking on Kickstarter for anything. And if I do see something, it's um, like some of those virtual tabletops that have come out um that i think drake was really into one of them i forgot what it was called though but it looked really badass dungeon craft or whatever i think it was dungeon craft yeah um i recently semi-recently i have a couple dice ones that i (laughs) big surprise guys i backed some dice Um, but also Dungeon Alchemist, that is dope looking. 
Um, <laughs> it like randomly generates a dungeon for you, but oh, yeah. it's it's like fully, fully, fully. Like it has furniture, and each like a room could have a theme and nice. all sorts of like set props and stuff within it. And then on top of that, everything in it is customizable. So if there's a trunk in there, like you could probably open the trunk. You can change the color. You can move it. You can delete it. You can make it bigger. You can make it smaller. Like it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I remember seeing that a couple months ago um, when they were first announcing it. Like, oh, that's pretty sweet. I think this would be really awesome, really cool to do. But they didn't have anything, like, really functional at the time. Just kind of their trailer Mm. video that they were trying to put out there to get a little bit of traction before Kickstarter. I see. Um, But, yeah, it looked really great. Yeah, so I backed that one. The the project has reached, uh, obviously, funding. Oh, I have. For something uh, like that. Yeah, it reached funding in three hours. So that's nice. The crazy thing, though, is you see some of these things that are, like, amazing, and you think they would, and they just don't. Yeah. They don't get the success. Like, I think I sent you guys one a couple of years ago that I backed. Oh, fuck. Let me take a quick look. Because it's right here. I was about um, to say, don't, don't ask me to remember shit. I barely remember today. So. No, uh, Dirt Cheap Dungeons. Oh, yeah. So I backed them, and then this other one came out like, hey, you know, and Dirt Cheap Dungeons like, gave them their blessing and stuff. But Dirt Cheap Dungeons was, you know, cheap for, compared to, like, for building terrains and stuff. These motherfuckers, like, I think their entry level was, like, 100 bucks, And their most expensive one was, like, $1,000, but it was... Yikes. Well, here was the thing. They took what Dirt Keep Dungeons did and they cranked it to like 12. Mm. Like their thousand dollar one was like, oh, hey, you can build a house. Minas Tirith. No, you can build <laughs> Minas Tirith. Like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. yeah, they did like they were like, oh, look, you can build Minas Tirith. You can build like they were picking different, like real well-known fantasy places. And it was just so crazy, and they showed them, like, on tables, and, like, with their Minas Tirith level, it literally was, like, where we played down in the mudroom at my house. Like, it would take up the whole fucking mudroom. Like, Dang. hey, guys, you know, you can look in it, but we can't fucking play down here because there's no other space, like. You just have to make it real life-sized. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. it was awesome, but, you know, they and, and then we're LARPing at that point. <laughs> I mean, just about, <laughs> but yeah, they didn't succeed in their funding and I was kind of bummed, hmm. but again, it was just like, holy shit, mm-hmm. just the scale. Like you got a lot for your money and stuff, but yeah, I think it was just so, A, it was price and B, it was just so like, what the fuck? Speaking of like real life size stuff, um, like I'm really into virtual reality shit right now. Ooh. And they have a couple different VR, like, D&D games out there. I don't remember the names of them, but I know they're on Steam. I got a guy at work who's been talking about them. And uh, one of them, you not only play as, like, a player sitting at a table, yada yada, you actually can phase into your character, be your character, look around, and, like, do shit all within the confines of your character's, like, 
space, like your speed, your movement speed, your attacks, things like that. Whoa. It's really badass. Yeah, really badass looking. I wish I remembered the name of it, but it's really I know what you're talking about because he's told me about it. Um, But yeah, back to the Anime 5e. Um, Some of the things I like, and I've said it in the past before of like stuff I don't like, I hate how some of the Pathfinder groups I was in, and they would literally be like, I make a level one character that's got like 50 armor and mm. can do like 100 points of damage. And you're like, at what point is this fun? Like, yeah. Um, Anime 5e, I'm looking at just the PDF for the game screen if I wanted to print it off. Maximum attribute ranks yep. four. Yep, page 20, I can see that right there. Uh, maximum profic- proficiency bonus is plus three. Max AC at level 1 is 20, and maximum damage at level 1 is 25. Like, that I love. Yeah, I I think, you know, I like the idea of, ooh, you know, I'd like to create a character that is specialized for this one thing. Haha, that's fun! Am I ever going to play it in a game? Probably not, because it's broken as fuck. But this having the limit on it kind of, like, gives me the other side. Like, why are you putting a limit on my shit, bro? But, I mean, honestly, what does a level... Why would a level one character need to have more than 20 AC? That's stupid. Right. Uh, I love the artwork throughout the books. Like They must have hired, like, a whole bunch of different artists. Like, commissioned a bunch of different, like, uh, people in the community to do it. Because all of the art is so fun. Like, chapter one's art and introduction where it shows a... I'm looking at it and it's got to be a dude because there's no curves, but it looks very effeminate. But it's definitely a... um, Giving off some Hiei vibes from Yu Yu Hakusho because he's got, like, the tattoos that are smoking. And they're black and he's unwrapping it. So I get definitely a Hiei vibe. Um, This game, literally, in items, they... Like, legendary items, they have the Death Note, they have Pokeballs, although they're not called Pokeballs, they're Monster Catcher Balls. Yeah. (laughs) Some of the cool stuff, I love the fact that they reclassed 5e classes to make them fit. Oh yeah, that conversion table? Yeah. Yeah, in case you wanted to be one of the new races or something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and they even did like a pairing between races and classes all around. Even, like, the PHB um, races into the new classes. Yeah, I liked that chart as well. I think it's really helpful, especially for people who are, like, who definitely are new to the system, because it's new, but just new players in general. I feel like if you're new to this system, you'd have an easier time than, like, say, us, because we're used to 5e, Mm -hmm. and this is a, like, 5e adjacent. It took me three and a half, four hours to make a test character. And learn the system. Well, okay, learning from start Both. to finish. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I understand five E. I understand how it works. I, at the time, semi understood the point system, but when I figured out that your attribute points are tied to your di- discretionary points, whatever the fuck the points are, in um, yeah, they have race yeah. and discretionary. Points. Oh, fuck. Yeah, the yeah. discretionary points are tied to your attributes, so. You get 80 to begin with. Yep. Yep. And then it's like plus, what, one or two for each level you start at? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So you add up all your 
discretionary points in your attributes, and that's whatever you have left is what you have left. If you have over 80 or whatever the allotment that your DM gives you, you got to start either taking shit away or giving yourself defects to take shit away. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's crazy because, like, there's stuff in here. So, like, okay, let me see. Where's Dwarf? Dwarf. Dwarf costs 12 or 14 points, whether you're a hill for 12 or a mountain for 14. Yeah. And those race points get taken out of your discretionary points. So... It kind of, um, the points itself, they kind of remind me of the flaws, the flaws yep. system in three in Pathfinder, where, you know, you could get more feats if you took more flaws, and it's like, you make some yeah. fucked up characters because you just want some more feats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the test character that I went with was a parasite race with a ninja um, class. so what i did though was i actually modified the parasite race Mm -hmm. because it shows you exactly what points each thing gives you Mm -hmm. yeah and so i took away quite a bit of shit like i took away the elasticity which is two limbs can stretch up to five times their length it also gives you plus four grappling check so that's rank two. By the way, guys, there's multiple ranks to each of these attributes. <laughs> yeah. Cost more points. Like you're leveling up your uh, abilities, basically. So I took that away to give myself four more points. I took away the extra actions, which is a bonus action per round that is not an attack. Took that away so I can get two more points. Mm-hmm. Took away immunity to lightning because... I don't fucking need that. That's six more <laughs> points. Yeah. So I did that, modified it to what I need, which is how the system works. And um, I made the guy at level one, mind you, all legal in the system from what I can tell. Um, at level one, he's doing 2d8 damage with his um, parasite blades, mm-hmm. which is the weapon extending blades that the parasite class gives you. You can also create your own weapons with the system using the same points. Um, So 2d8 damage to begin with at level 1, plus an extra d10 damage on top of it with more attributes called massive damage. So right off the bat, he's doing 2d8 plus 1d10 damage every hit. Massive fucking damage. But he's also, um, the defects I have are wanted. So he's a wanted man. People are going to see him and track Mm -hmm. him down. Um, There's a defect called Bane, or Loud Noises. He takes, uh, it's like sonic damage, but if it's certain weird things like sound, it's half of the damage the DM says the damage does. It's weird how it's worded. Um, Marked, I think is about the same as wanted. I think there's like one specific guy coming after you if you're marked versus you're just a wanted man. And then the special requirement, something that you have to do, um, that gives me negative three points, so I can allocate them somewhere else, is um, my parasite that I'm infected with needs animal blood to survive. So I've got to kill things and let it eat animals. Gross. Yeah. (laughs) So I made this guy like a very quick in and out damage dealing son of a bitch. But he's got a lot of issues, too. So, yeah. But, it, like I said, it took me quite a long time to figure out how the system worked and how to 
really do everything. But and it's a lot of like flipping back and forth because even under the classes, it very briefly summarizes what each ability does and then it tells you what page the full ability is on. So you yeah. gotta go yes. to it, read it up, see exactly what the fuck it does, and then go back to the class. Yeah. And it doesn't list the abilities in the class based on level. It's all alphabetical order. Which it's... is strange. Oh. <sighs> There, there's, yeah, there's a lot of things that they are working on, and hopefully, I like the Blink Beast just because, yeah. like, yes, they can have alternate identities, so, like, they look like these weird beasts with wooden faces, but then they can, like, cast an illusion spell on them so they look like human, and there's a sub-race variation where they can have up to six widely varying humanoid forms so you gotta put six ranks in so that's six points but the thing i like about them from level one they can blink yeah like that up to 100 feet away like just instantly like oh shit things are bad boom a hundred fucking feet (laughs) yeah like misty step is what 30 feet something like that yeah, they're 30 or 60, one of the two. Yeah, I want to say 60, but still. Still. Yeah. Like, I think you still have to cast Misty Step. This is like just instant, like, nope, yeah. I'm out. Boom. Misty Step is a bonus action. So. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, kn- I don't know. These guys are big and beefy looking. I don't think they'll be blinking out of situations. I think they're going to be blinking into situations. <laughs> they look big and beefy, but they're only a medium. Yeah. Yep, they're medium size, and their dexterity is negative two. Charisma is negative one. Oh yeah, they don't even have any like specials to strength or anything. No, but their main thing is teleporting and their alternate identity. That's pretty much yep. it. Hmm, interesting. Um, you know, you got demon nagas. Oh god, yeah. Uh, fairies, greys, which are your stereotypical alien-looking type motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. Half dragons, half trolls. I was very interested in the half troll. I liked the half troll. Yeah. The haud, which looks like fucking cobra people. <laughs> oh, it's feet, not oh, if you take a demonaga and a haud, <laughs> and they have a baby, it's just a snake. <laughs> it's just yeah. a snake. It's a silly snake. Um, Kodamas, so basically the little spirits from Princess Mononoke you can be. My wife was super interested in that just because they're so adorable. They're so cute. The Jin, which is basically looks like. That's a cat a... person. Yeah. You want a furry? There you go. Yup. <laughs> like you said, parasites. Yeah. There. Satyrs. You can be a slime. Like, that's. I'm just so intrigued by slime. I kind of want to make a slime. Like, there's a Shadow Knight class. I want to do a Shadow Knight slime. <laughs> um, the only one that, like, and I've talked with you guys about it before, like, if we do do a game, which I'm sure we will, um, that I probably would not allow would be the fucking Archfiend. Because of his size, mostly. Yeah, they're huge. Like, what in the like? It's... Yeah. Oh, huge size? What? It yeah. costs a lot of points, though. And it's there's only 15. When you actually like make a character, 15 points is a shit ton. Yeah. Because remember, you're adding up all your attributes. And my ninja, like your ability scores too go into yeah. that 80. And this is this is where I am confused and I don't like this system <laughs> because yeah. 
they give you different ways to make your characters. And one of them is, like, you can just stat roll. Do your stat rolls. Mm-hmm. So then, say I do my stat rolls. I gotta take 80 yep. points away. Yep. Or I gotta take those away from the 80 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just... That's how I did it. And even then, I'm like, I'm still gotta take shit away. Like, I had to do a 12, a 15, a 12, a 9, a 12, and an 8. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Ugh. And I have 68 points taken away right there. So I have... 12 points left to play with for everything class yeah. any extra attributes don't mess with that's it yeah and then you don't get anything additional until you know you start leveling up you you know you get some more points to put things in but you know yeah. now you're putting it into special skills and whatnot rather than you know Yep. Ability so, increases or anything. So even like that. your class costs points? No. Maybe? No, your oh, class does God. not. That's it confused me too. No, the class, all of the things that are added up in the class, that's what it's telling you, boom, this is how many points it would cost. Okay. So if you were to go with your own just I'm gonna do whatever I want, not pick any of those classes that are there, you have that many points to play with from one to twenty. That's it. And that's that's one of the things that I definitely liked in in, in this book is these are kind of, uh, you know, it says in the beginning, like, these are just guidelines. They're, you know, nobody's holding you to the letter on all these rules, but it makes it so that like, okay, I see this. That gives me an idea. I want to do something similar. And it has all of the attributes and all of the flaws or whatever <sighs> it's called in this game. And you can make something yourself. Like, yeah. that's that's really fucking cool. Oh, I Which is what that's... I liked about making my Parasite Ninja. I took shit away from the Parasite, and I added shit to the Ninja class yeah. to make it fucking BA from the beginning. I am going to peter out. Like, my guy is tied to one specific thing. Yeah. He's fucked after that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, classes are adventure, bender... Broker. Broker looked fun. It's interesting. Spellbinder. Broker just seems like a pimp. So like a bard. Yeah, it's exactly it. It's a bard. I I thought more to flavor it as like an Indiana Jones. I was flavoring it as like a shopkeep. (laughs) Um, The hunter is another class. Mm -hmm. Isekai student. I love this one just for what it is. (laughs) For those of you wondering what the fuck that is, think Kagome. Yeah. It's literally Kagome from and Inuyasha. If, yeah, if you're not familiar, Kagome from Inuyasha is a regular old schoolgirl in Japan that gets sucked into an alternate universe. No, the Demon Realm? What is it called? The Demon Realm. The Demon, I think Demon, it's Realm. The Demon Realm. What? I don't remember. That's been so long. It's time a, travels. It's not Does time she? travel. Yeah. Ah. Uh, she goes back to feudal Japan. I don't Japan think they had spider ladies in feudal Japan. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's what they say. Because in their world, that stuff was real. Oh, okay. Their grandfather's always like, here, use this stuff to ward away demons and stuff. So, yeah. Okay, so it's time travel within a universe in which yes. these things were possible. Okay, I just thought it was just like a, a demon, no. demon realm. Yeah, um, that was a different universe. Magic girl slash guy. I could be Sailor Moon. I could finally be Sailor Moon. (laughs) They do have a transformation attribute. So yeah, go for it. 
Um, Pet Monster Trainer, a.k.a. Pokemon. Yeah, there's Pokemon in here, guys. There's Pokeballs in this, too. I like the creativity. Yeah, I know. I like the creativity of this team, so they could be like, you know what we're talking about, but we're not going (laughs) to actually say it. A Psyonist, so that looks cool. Um, Samurai... The Shadow Warrior, like you were talking about, um, basically think Overlord. That's what I got from it. Yep. Uh, Tech Knight and a Warder. The Warder seems interesting. I, I like the flavor of it where you draw glyphs on your body or other people's bodies and you augment their abilities with it. Right. I like it. I like the idea. It's really cool. <sighs> um, one thing I will say, and I like how they redid the classes the of the base one yeah yeah the the original one yep so 5e but one of the things i hate and you it's not just them it's like all these people that people complain well spellcasters have an advantage at higher level over your martial classes and it's like well yeah because (laughs) the ongoing joke for the longest fucking time and especially in 3 and 3-5 where, oh, hey, you're a wizard or a sorcerer. Your hit points are based off a of D4 and people be like, paper cut. Dies of paper cut damage. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's exactly right. Like, yeah, you are quote unquote glass cannons. You can do out a lot of damage, but you got to survive that long to where you can, you know, get that. But, um... You know, I do like the fact that they kind of redid everything just to fit into theirs. For the most part, it doesn't look like they really fucked with shit too much. Not really, because the spells, the how they work in here, essentially work the same as 5e. Yeah, I didn't see too much like crazy shenanigans that completely redid stuff. No. Um, But the meat of it is the attributes and defects of the system. That- yeah. Oh boy. And you, like, if you have something in anime that you like, you can do it in this. That is one thing I do like. Yeah. Um, somebody on the Facebook group I belong to was just like, okay, for all you who are complaining about this, I've ran a few games with friends, family, here's how it goes. Do not come to this thinking it is D&D. It is a set... They're like, treat it like your favorite shojin, whatever type Ooh. anime, power of friendship, like, <laughs> whatever your system is that your campaign is going to be based off of, treat it like an anime like that. And somebody posted a meme where it was like, my main character, and it shows like somebody crawling, and they're about to get elbow dropped, and they're like, the villain henchman, and then above the villain henchman, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. dropping him <laughs> is like a bomb, and it's like the big bad, and then b- above the bomb is Bowser, and it's like the big bad second form, and above <laughs> Bowser is um the droppy things in Mario. I can't think the stones, you know. Oh, what I oh okay, big oh, spiky, God. the big spiky, yeah. but you know what I'm talking stones. about, yeah, yeah. yeah that fall and they're always angry and it's like the boss's final form and they're like the reason i'm not scared is above that and then it shows the moon from majora's mask and it's like the power of friendship (laughs) (laughs) god 
it's just like, yeah, that's literally like fairy tale, Dragon Ball Z, all like the big ones like, oh, no, my fr- I, I'm overmatched and outclassed and my friends are hurt. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> And speaking of that, um, there are there is an ability it's near the beginning where um, you do power up based on certain um, like triggers. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck it was in here? Dynamic powers? No. Is is it augmented? No, that's not it. I don't know, but yeah, probably so, something yeah, about so, Nakamas. Probably. <laughs> But there are certain triggers that will trigger, like, um, another attribute turns on at a certain rank and shit like that. Um, And then there's one unknown power where you give the DM a certain amount of points. He'll add 50%. He or she will add 50% to it, rounding up to a final number of points. When you get to a point where the DM says, hey, you're going to unlock this thing, like... Something happened. You're pushed against the wall. You're, you're. Oh my god! I'm gonna die. Is this it? Kind of anime thing. Mm-hmm. The DM will unlock that power for you, and then boom, that's what it is. You don't know what that power is. The DM gives oh. you the power. That's cool. Yeah, I really like that, especially for flavor. Like I know um, Yaka's been all about that for a couple. All of things. about the Broly. Yeah. So that'd be 100% him right there, and then weapon wise. Like, you can customize a weapon to whatever that freak you want. And there's so many different attributes you can give specifically to the weapon. Also, defects you can give specifically to the weapon. That just, it makes it your own. Ooh, that's fun. So yeah, good. like, it, it is crazy with the weapons and shit. So good. So, yeah, you, you can do whatever you want. And if, for some reason, you're... <laughs> yep. I'll be right back. Sure. <laughs> um, and on that note, let's take a break. Thanks for listening to Busy Adults. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and pretty much everywhere else on the internet. Make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you listen to Busy Adults. That's B-U-S-Y-A-D-D-U-L-T-S. Now, back to the show. Um, so yeah, if you can't find a specific thing that you really want to do that you saw in an anime... More than likely, you can build it off of something else. Assign points to it. Talk to your DM and make sure he's cool with that allocation and that ability with those points. Because the system is built to be completely custom to what you want to do. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's one of the first like things in in this book where they talk about. They're like, yeah, do this. Talk about these things, like mm-hmm. um, having a session zero with your DM or GM, whatever you want to call them. Talk up to them about your character and the things that you are comfortable with, or you know, the regular stuff that you should be talking about in a session one. But also this customization thing, even the rolling of ability points, there's an option in here that they suggest, just pick whatever you want of ability points. Put it to the thing, and if your DM is fine with it, 
they just roll like just you got it there you go which like i've never seen that before and i'm like why not <laughs> like as like <laughs> i don't think the dm is gonna allow you to have i mean the numbers the amount of points that you have starting at 80 plus however many levels you are will not allow you to have 20s and everything you know that's stupid. <laughs> Don't fucking do that. <laughs> right. Be realistic, guys. Be yeah. Be realistic, but be realistic about it, and you know, it gives you more customization onto your character because you can assign those attributes. You know that your character is going to be dumb and hot. What do you? <laughs> right. You want to be a bimbo? Got it. Yeah. Want to be a himbo? Got it. Dumb, hot, and strong, and that's loves right. their friends. <laughs> Perfect for anime. And guys, do you remember the giant long list of skill proficiencies you can have in Pathfinder <laughs> slash five or three and a half? Yeah. Yeah, they've expanded upon it here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They brought a lot of them back like, and stuff. There's a skill proficiency for agriculture. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, awesome, but why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Or um, what's in a business? Because somebody's going to want to play fucking Harvest Moon, goddamn. Oh, that's true. <gasps> oh! That's true. You can go for it. Go right ahead. Um, but yeah, there's skill proficiency for focus or domestic arts, like cleaning. Okay. Yeah, I mean play play your um your realistic type anime. Go for it. You can do that in this. Not my right. cup of tea, but go for it. It's just crazy what they've put into this. And Is it are there 50 of them? Did I count 50? Is that right? I, I didn't count. I'm not that Probably. crazy. It looks like it's 50. <laughs> <laughs> I may have missed a few, but wow. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. And you can tell they put a lot of time into this. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they're still kind of like going back and fixing a few things or adjusting things because it just doesn't make sense. Because didn't you say, Drake, that they were putting out, um, like, a, an update to it? Yeah, they put out an update last week or so, like, oh, hey, because they were interchanging stuff. And it was just minor stuff. It was like, oh, hey, we free actions, bonus actions, stuff like that. And they changed it into their own yeah. word. And so, um, you want to make Attack on Titan? You want to make Levi? Oh, yeah, you can They do have it. the 3D maneuver gear. Yep. And it's so great. That's the very first thing in items. It is. Yep. <laughs> 3D maneuvering gear. So you can make your Levi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they got their bag of holding, your belts of giant strike, divining rod. They just got all kinds of different crazy shit. Do you want your food pills from Naruto? They're here. They're called skill <gasps> pills, but yeah. Beans. They're here. I did oh, count yeah, again, and it is Done. 50 skills. Jeez. 50. Five zero. Menagerie balls, yeah. which are your pokeballs. Which is a softball sized hollow ball has a hinge opening that functions as a two way portal to a city sized forested pocket dimension. The character can attempt to trap Neomorphs. This is <laughs> Neomorphs. Oh, that. Neopets. That's not where a I was Neopet. That <laughs> I know, but I'm just like, Neomorphs. I've heard that before. Neopet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's just all kinds of. Oh, yeah, they've got Death Note in here, too. Yep, that is... I remember seeing... Nope. Where was that? Hmm. I think it's literally called Death Note or something. 
don't remember. I, uh, want, I wonder if it could be Yu-Gi-Oh or Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh in this. You can be um, Lucy from Fairy Tale. They have summoning keys. Ooh, yep. okay. That's pretty similar. It's Book of Death. Book of Death. By writing the true name of a target on a page in this mysterious leather-bound book, the character can inflict an overwhelming amount of damage from anywhere in the world. Yep. <coughs> yep. Although it doesn't instantly kill them, but it does do 60-12 points of damage. Yeah, and it does a lot of other weird shit, too. Range, yeah, 10,000 10, miles. <laughs> but it costs 30 points. Yeah, you know? and again, points are pretty rare. Like, that's your yeah. defining thing for your character, if you yes. get that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is flipping cool as shit like yeah honestly <laughs> you can pick any anime and pick any character smack them together and you got yourself a game yeah and i mean luffy from one piece if you want to do that do the elasticity attribute bump up that fucking strength you're done there you go i will say that i'm not a fan of mm. is some of the challenge ratings on stuff are just so different like I think in the book it might be the pocket edition because that's the one I've been looking at the most. But like, the strongest thing is like an ancient red dragon or something with like a challenge rating of nineteen. An adult dragon, red dragon. Oh like, really? What's its usual CR? I think it depends. Like an adult red dragon, mm, I think in five E because there's like not... young adult, right? And ancient. Yeah, but I think I think even an adult's not a as high as a nineteen. I think like ancient or great worm is close to there but it's just they change some stuff like and like mummies are only like challenge rating four in here why they're like an eight or nine i think and five e well i mean that could do with just anime universe to begin with mummies yeah. are your fucking throwaways and dragons are like your big bads that you usually right fight. so yeah that makes sense for the most part um, oh, I guess I have a question for you then, Drake. How do you use challenge ratings very often when you create your encounters? Or I do. okay, because I now granted I'm don't not going to be one of those people dish. that <laughs> I do, but I don't like. I know I used to like in our first campaign that we did. I would go by like the rule of four, so like a challenge rating of one should take. For party members, because our first couple sessions were literally like seven, eight motherfuckers, I would throw like a challenge rate in two at you guys maybe on level one or multiple level one stuff to equal that. But I know like in the past with Gikram, I would kind of throw a little heavier at you. Like, oh, hey, you guys are level two, so you should be fighting level two challenge rate and stuff. Let, and you'll burn through anywhere from a fourth to a third of your stuff to beat that. Yeah, let's throw a level f challenge rating five at you and stuff yeah, just and to I give mean you that difficulty. Yeah, and we're more experienced now, so we're not like just doing shit to do shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the other thing is to make it more fun or more challenging for people who have played. It's you should kind of up the difficulty a bit. Yeah, or you could just have a player that keeps killing his, you know, partner. That's fine. Maybe if he didn't roll so many goddamn natural ones. Yeah, no. The Kenku <laughs> was just trying to save his little tiny friend. 
I don't think so. I think you're lying. <laughs> I wish I was lying. That's all he wanted to do was save his friend from the monster. I know. You Shiring. tried, little Kenku. You tried. So dumb. Um, I do like their criticals in this. They did tweak a bit. They do have like your normal critical range of nat 20, stuff like that. But they also have it where I think it's like if you roll 10 above an AC, it's automatic normal 2. Critical, if it's like 15 over AC, it's 3. And if it's like 20 over, it's like times 4. That's just cool. Like, yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I remember seeing that. I meant to mention it too. And it just it adds so much more excitement to seeing those numbers instead of, oh, I got a 19 odds oh, so close to a critical if you don't have that 19 to 20 range. Exactly. Now it's right. like, all right, well, well if, yeah, you're fighting. You're going up against something that's got like a 12 AC. Yeah. You got that 19 and then your bonuses bump you up. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit your critical. You possibly will hit your critical times three or even four. Like, yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's and anime bullshit is what it is. That's exactly <laughs> it. And again, the attributes help. Like, there's an attribute called penetrating. I have two ranks into it. No, one. <laughs> I have one rank into it. <laughs> I know. Negative four AC. So when you attack, you're Ooh, doing yikes. also negative four AC. Yikes. So that 12 turns to an eight. That's rough, buddy. The attributes are the, the thing, the meat of this entire system. I agree. That's whatever. Yeah, I think, but it's it's really interesting the way that they do that and how they. I haven't gone through every class individually. I've only looked at a couple that like spoke to me, but it seems like there's a nice progression in it too. It's you know, it feels like you don't have to wait. Oh, I gotta wait till level three to get my stuff. You know, like in regular 5e, it's just like, oh yeah, you get a little bit of something every time. Yeah, right. and it gives you, um, like, your points every mm-hmm. time, at least one, yeah. every single level that you can allocate to whatever you want. And then every time um, your proficiency bonus co- goes up, you get an extra. So, it's pretty nice. And then on top of that, yeah, all of your other attributes that your class gives you. Yeah, you can tell that this is definitely one thing that they did not take from Pathfinder. Because <laughs> Pathfinder fucking sucked in character progression, man. <laughs> You'd be like, alright, I'm level one. Nothing cool happens to me for seven more levels. God. It, it, you would just level up and not get anything except for hit points. Like, yeah. so, like, oh, I hate that. Oh, I hated it so much. But you got That's a little bit of something. Right, and that's what I don't like about the wizard sometimes is, yeah, you don't really get shit until level three. Then you get your little yeah. tiny expertise thing. Like, okay. I guess it's fine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But this is this is just, it feeds more into the anime bullshit yeah. of it, is that every episode, you know, they get this special power or they learn something or they're training and if i don't get a training montage when (laughs) we play this game and if we don't have a flashback when we're fighting because that's what you do when you're flat when you're fighting you have a flashback yep we don't do any of that you have failed as a dm (laughs) 
Also, that actually brings up a good point. This system seems more roleplay based than it is actually combat based, which I know Drake you've mentioned before. It is very um roleplay heavy, that's for sure, but I feel like with some of the stuff in there and even I think I was talking with you guys in one of the sections they make it sound like, you know, if you lose a fight, you know, 5e you lose a fight, your character's probably going to die. With this, it's just like, ha, 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 typical anime. Like, you lost a fight, got your ass kicked. Like Ray was just saying, you have your flashback of all the fun memories, the train and stuff like that. And you get your surge of friendship power boost and just come out and just, like, lay waste to people. And that's what, I, like, I was saying multiple times. Like, the Facebook group that I'm in of these people is, and the people who've ran games, they say you know base this off an anime or something your characters your players whoever they make find an anime that's like it and just run with it like don't come into this thinking it's fucking D with like anime it's kind of its own thing and you just gotta run with it so hell yeah um i don't know what do you guys want to do like a final thoughts um on this module module supplemental yeah i would say it's a module um i'm gonna hold off final thoughts for the simple fact of we need to play (laughs) a we need to play and b they're still like throwing shit out like Mm. they're condensing it this thing doesn't go to final press okay print until like july or so so maybe we'll come back in a month or so well then in that and case visit this. how about first impressions i love it for first impressions are nice <laughs> like i said there's some issues here yeah um if i ran a game 80 points i'm sorry that's it's not low enough. yeah it's that low. is low like if we're doing 80 points it's gonna be like slice of life maybe a little bit of combat it'd be like your giggle campaign that we ran for like a month ray oh yeah it that's how i would run it that's how i would have to run it like you're just gonna do goofy shit you're gonna have fun go on about your day a gikram type campaign no (laughs) everybody's arch fiends there we go yep (laughs) everybody everybody will go against their arch fiends you're fucked have fun So, uh, first impressions for me, it looks so complicated. It looks so, like, why did there have to be this many rules? Did they have to make that many skills? How come I have to calculate this number separate from this number? Like, it, there, it feels like there is a lot. But that's how other people feel about D&D or um, like all those other, you know any other tabletop they look at this thick ass rule book and they're like whoa that's too much I don't know if I can handle it that's that's my first impression well looks like a lot but I'm sure once you get into it and you're able to you know like um, Monkey said create a character and have a little bit of backstory in it it might be a little bit easier to get actually going don't know yet yeah yeah and my more fleshed out thought of i love it um i really do i really like the system i love how the points work yes more than 80 points would be really nice um but i see why they did it this is more of like the uh the traditional 
way of rolling up a character, not so much the OP way that we do it. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, you have your, your negatives and your positives all around. Usually for us, we have either zero or it's nothing but positives. Um, but yeah, it's very complex. I see the reason why they make it so complex with so many options, so many things, because otherwise it's not truly custom. Yeah. But there's a ton of stuff in here. And then the designer in me, I look at the character sheet. There's a lot of wasted space there, guys. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much wasted space. Oh my god, just okay. For skills and languages, guys, you have four slots. That's it. For all your skills and all of your languages. No! What are you doing? No! Move, move some of that stuff around. Offset a couple of the attributes, your ability points, modifiers. Offset some of those. Mm-hmm. Make some more room. And yeah. give yourself more spaces. Like, yeah. Please. I, <laughs> Four I agree. spots? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that like, you're saying that, I'm looking at it in that full middle roll proficiency, hit points, armor class, move, all that yeah. stuff in the middle. Why is that so huge? Yeah, make it smaller. You don't need the giant stuff for your armor class. And you could just, you know, shorten it. Yeah, I mean, even the abilities. Like, why are these so big? And I like the style of it. I get it. Yeah, I like the style. (laughs) I understand why they did it. But it's not an effective use of space. It just, it is not an effective use of space, guys. Condense it. Condense it if you can. Whether you listen to this podcast or not, whatever. As a graphic designer who does this kind of layout stuff, please condense it. It, it will truly help. Yes. Um, but for the system itself, <laughs> I love it. I love the customization on it. It is very complex. Like I said, it took me like three, four hours to make one character. I'm going to make another one to see what else I can do with the system. But overall, I like it and I love that they're making changes already before they go into actual pre-press. Yeah, it's. I like it. Um, they do have a critical failure table. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I thought that was. Oh, about that. Good. Like that is cool. I love if it's a two, like two is like the least thing. It's just like, oh hey, you overextend your reach and rip your clothing, perhaps even in a compromising location. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yep. There's the anime. Oh god. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm rolling twos on my nat on my nat ones. That's for sure. <laughs> Every time. Oh god. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely gonna be interesting. I definitely want to try it out sometime. I have a feeling though that this is, you know, this might have to wait till either I can get copies printed or we get an actual physical copy to look at and then do it in person, just because. Like you said, it compared to five E, this is a whole different ball game and it is complicated. So but that's our episode tonight. Give us thoughts. have you heard of this? Do you like it? All that fun stuff. What do you don't like? Is there any other tabletop module systems, whatever third that, party supplements that you like and think we should take a look at? Yeah, any other tabletop games, period, besides D&D, Pathfinder, um, the Star Wars thing by Fantasy Flight, anything. Anything. Ooh, I've been wanting to check out that, I think it's called Burn Bright. It looks pretty interesting. There's another one that I've seen. Um, It's kind of older, but it's kids, kids on the block. 
something. I can't think of what it is, but you're all like teenagers and it's weird. You're like teenage detectives. It's okay. It's cute. It's like something that you would play yeah. with like your family and stuff like that. But there's a lot of them. Tell us what your favorites are. Yeah. We might check them out. Anyway, we'll see you next time on Busy Adults, and hopefully we will be not Yakalis. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. All right, see you later, guys. Take it easy, folks. Bye. Don't. <laughs> <laughs>